eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. This is Liam Hendricks, and you're watching Crosstown Crosstalk on the Barroom Network. Some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. Every summer in Chicago, the sunshine spotlights the city's spectacular skyline, its luxurious lakeshore, marvelous monuments, and the over 200 neighborhoods in the city. And it also brings to light two of the greatest sports franchises in the world. On the north side, it's the Cubs. On the south side, it's the White Sox. This is Crosstown Crosstalk. Hello, and welcome to another very exciting episode of Crosstown Crosstalk presented by the Barroom Network. My name is Vinny Parisi, and I am super stoked to be here with you today talking about all the greatest and latest sports news coming at you, mostly Chicago baseball related, but there's all sorts of great things going on across all the sports right now, and there's nobody I'd rather have to come on after two weeks of an absence. I was in New Jersey taking in the stadium series game between the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia Flyers, amongst other things, including another Devils game and a bunch of other sports things as well. But very good trip, and I'm happy to be back after two weeks with my good friend, Joe Mandel. What's up, Vin? It feels like it's been 10 months. It does. I don't feel like I remember what you look like anymore. I know. When I saw your face, I'm like, oh. Joe Mandel. I know him. I'm very fond of him. Oh, that's so sweet, buddy. I miss you. I miss you, too. Um, You know, it's funny. I do feel like if we did whatever circumstance kept us from doing a show together for a year, we'd be able to jump right back in as if nothing. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Not that, well, I, not that I ever want that to happen. South Burbs Hitman is coming up very soon for those of you who are interested in the Chicago White Sox for whatever reason. Only a couple weeks away there, Joseph, from our Monday night. Yeah, I being think with we're each other looking, one looking at a March 18th premiere, I think. Yeah, look at that. Wouldn't that be something? Um, we'll see how much we actually talk about the White Sox this season, but you know, uh, who cares? We're going to have a great time. Yeah. It'll be fun. No matter what, we just probably won't go two hours every week anymore. That's all. Yeah. I mean, and you know what, on nights that we do, I'm sure there'll be a lot of chat about pizza and call of duty and <laughs> Pokemon as we've oh, sure. in the past. All the above, um, man. You know, what do, what do we got movie wise coming out this summer? Anything we could get? A little nerdy for? This is Deadpool. The new Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Maybe Deadpool. we'll dedicate old South Burbs Hitman to South Deadpool Hitman. There you go. Very, very much looking forward to getting that underway. Stay tuned with the Barroom Network and Joe Mandel and Vinny Parisi on social media to see the upcoming season. Of course, Steven Zim Zimmerman, too. Are you excited to chat with him starting again? Yeah, I was texting with him a little bit today, actually. Oh, yeah? Anything good? <laughs> We're just talking about some of these ridiculous quotes coming out of the combine, uh, like JJ McCarthy saying it's a, his dream to play for the Chicago Bears. Like, okay, dude, <laughs> uh, that's that's not what we were talking about, but that is funny. Uh, we were talking about the quote from Tyler Owens, the Texas Tech safety. I don't know if you saw this. I I missed it. 
I don't believe in space. I don't think there's other planets and stuff like that. <laughs> Hell oh. yeah. Hell yeah. Draft them right now. I Imagine don't even... not believing in outer space. You can <laughs> I mean, see the moon. You can see it. You can see the shit from the freaking driveway. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? I don't need my cornerbacks thinking about space. I need them thinking about football. So I'm all in on drafting some of these weirdos. Or they are thinking about wide open spaces. Ooh. That's a really bad one, but go ahead. Ooh. Interesting. Very interesting. That, that's why we have Joe Mandel on these shows. Everybody give it up for Joe Mandel. That was a good one. Wide open spaces. Um, Joe, the spring training is underway. The that's what spring, I heard. The spring training. What a moron I am. I have a new um, spring training socks hat in the other room, but of course I'm not wearing know. it right now. That's okay. You'll wear it on our next. You'll wear it throughout throughout the early stages of South Burbs Hitman, I'm sure too. You're right. Um, that's, that's that's a fact. Joe, why have the White Sox not been atrocious so far in spring training? Everybody everybody is expecting them to be like a 65, 70 win team at best, and here they are in spring training, making us go. Well, he looks good. Mankata. I think the weight of zero expectations is certainly weighing on them, and they have nothing to do except prove themselves. Uh, also, they put a focus on defense in the offseason. If there was a focus, you can say that the defense was the focus. Uh, I think that's really it. I mean, we also know that teams have gone undefeated in spring training, and they've been one of the worst teams in baseball, so I think we take it with a grain of salt but i've been pleasantly surprised with the limited action that i've seen so far and i got a notice today that my mlb tv renewed automatically so i guess i'll be watching womp, womp. a lot of baseball this year <laughs> you, you could see our oh is jason Benetti and the detroit tigers blacked out though where you are when they are home yes well actually I, that's a great question i don't know you're probably right they probably are well, but you'll be able to watch them on local television or go to the bar and hear our good friend Jason calling the games. But I, I mean, can yeah. tell you right now, that's not going to happen very often. So. For sure, for sure. Um, the Yeah, my Devils went undefeated in preseason this year. Didn't lose a single game. Killed their opponent in almost all of them. They've been as mid as I could have ever expected in the regular season so far. And when they were undefeated in the preseason, I was like, after the year they had last year, I was like, oh, my God, this is the year. They're going to win the cup. And then. Well, Vin, real quick, did you have a good time in Jersey? I did. I did. It was everything I could have ever dreamed of in a trip to New Jersey for the stadium series, honestly. We did a live show from the parking lot, and there were 150 to 200 people watching at any given moment, and it, it was just an incredible day. The Devils won, and that wasn't the best part of the day. Like That's how truly awesome it was. People coming up to me. I signed an autograph, Joe. Someone freaking wanted my autograph. I'm like, I'm not that cool. Um, Vin, only, I got a Vinny. A I got a Vinny autograph tattooed on my chest, guys. You do? Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. I gotta catch up. Then I gotta get a Joe one. I'll put mine on my butt. Katie's got to catch up with me. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's funny. I can only imagine her getting a Vinny Parisi signature tattooed. Um, but yeah, the 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 trip was the trip was absolutely unbelievable, and I had so much fun. But yeah, the team has only won twice since. I think, 
and they're right they're right there on the playoff bubble. They played as bad as they possibly can, and they're still on the playoff bubble, which tells you about the future, I hope. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. But my the reason for even bringing them up at all was the, the spring training slash preseason thing. Hopefully the White Sox can prove some people wrong, including me. But the spring training goodness so far isn't really persuading my opinion all too much. Yeah, you know, it's so much to look forward to, Vin. It's a it's it's a new year of new opportunities for all the squads. And I was on a work meeting the other day. This is a bit of a ramble, but I had one of my White Sox hats on, and somebody looked at me and they're like, "Man, that just just makes me sad." <laughs> and I'm like, "Maybe," but the best part about this time of year is that all of last year goes in the dumpster. And we can start anew. Whether or not they stink or not, as long as they're better than last year, I'll be okay. But also, if they're bad this year, at least we'll be able to have some fun with it. Last yeah. last year was just, like, nasty. Everyone thought they'd bounce back. They're supposed to be this good team. Uh, you know, it was just stinky. This year, everyone <laughs> expects them to be bad. So if they are, it'll be like, oh, okay, well, at least we'll have some fun at the ballpark, eat some good food, whatever the case may be. So I'm looking forward to it all getting going. Um, Last week, Chicago Cubs signed Cody Bellinger to a three-year deal worth $80 million with opt-outs after each year. Me either. Um, New guy, apparently. Um, after the first year, he will make $30 million. After the second year, it will be $30 million. And in the third year, it will be $20 million, assuming he doesn't opt out after any of those years. All signs point to if he has a really good year this year, he will opt out and try to go for a big contract. But the Cubs have him for this year and have so far actually went from having a pretty disappointing offseason to a rather productive offseason with a new manager and bringing back one of their star players from last year. Yeah, man. I, uh, I was shocked that he didn't go anywhere else. I mean, they must've been really looking for a ransom. I mean, that's the only reason that they're back is because other teams didn't, which I'm kind of surprised no other team would have offered him that for three years. Maybe they did, and he just wanted to come back to Chicago. But, I mean, let's be honest. The Cubs would have been in a lot of trouble if they didn't get him. <laughs> they would have. They absolutely would have. I like their lineup. And they still man. might be. <laughs> I like their lineup. I they, do. I they do. are going to run out Ian Happ, Peter Crow Armstrong, and Seiya Suzuki in the outfield. And then their infield is going to be probably running um, – drawing a blank on his name, Christopher Morrell at third base, Dansby Swanson at shortstop, Nico Horner at second base, Bellinger at first. If their rotation does enough, I think they're – and they have Craig Council, who's an upgrade over David Ross. Um, I, Who in the NL Central is going to – who in the NL Central is for sure a lock right now to take them down? The Reds came up last no year and money. were good. I think the Brew Crew takes a major step back. And the only team I can see taking a step forward are the Cubs and the Reds. We'll see who takes a bigger step forward. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't know if there's much to um, – that division's a question mark, right? So the Cubs certainly have their opportunity to pound, so we'll see what they could do, right? Absolutely. Do you value 
the Cubs seem and the White Sox have done this too this offseason, valuing defense over offense at times. And I'm not saying, you know, we've seen offense that Dansby, uh, Cody, um, uh, Suzuki kind of, Horner for sure, Ian Happ. All these guys could be gold glove caliber players. Seems like the Cubs value that a little bit more than they have in maybe some previous years. Yeah, I heck, I, I tell you one thing. I don't think this is a shocker to anybody, but I think they're the best team in Chicago. <laughs> and uh, in any sport, at the moment, I, I would agree. say so. I agree. I would say, I mean, obviously the Hawks, so they will get there, but they're going to be a minute. They're terrible uh, right now. They're probably in last. Yeah, well, I, I mean, think they're Bernard worse at was... hockey right now than the White Sox are at baseball. That's saying a lot. Yeah, it is saying a lot. I was I there last the best... night. They're terrible. You were at Parisi's last game in Chicago, right? Yes. And your cousin? <laughs> yes, my cousin. Um, they hemmed in all game. They couldn't get anything going. Bedard was the only one who looked like he can kind of use his skill to gain some offense, but just nothing was there for them against a team like the Avalanche. Um, Bedard's the most, one of the most exciting players in Chicago, but teams as a whole. I honestly, I would buy stock in the Hawks the most out of any team in Chicago, maybe the Bears. But for right now, this season, yeah, I think they're the worst team in Chicago. But the Cubs, I'm with you. They're the best. And they should certainly make a run at that division. I, I um, think expectations should be high on the north side. But the Bellinger signing is a huge one. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the narrative here that if if he gets off to a hot start, I think the Cubs will. I agree. It could really be the difference between like an 82-83 win team and being an 89-90 win team. I'm not saying he's gonna have like a seven war or anything like that, but got a guy who can hit. He had 26 home runs last year. He was, you know, producing at a high rate. He could play first base. He could play the outfield. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a National League designated hitter now. I don't know how they're going to utilize that, um, but it sure sure makes them a much better team. Well, and let's be honest. I mean, this is – I mean, like you said, he. I think he's the difference between a wild card spot and a division winning team. And that division winner gets you – and that's a lot more valuable in my, point, in my personal opinion. So – uh, again, that's probably maybe a little bit of a hot take, but I, I don't think it's as hot as people would say it is. I mean, two of the three division winners get a first-round buy in the playoffs. Well, that's exactly it. Like, and who's who's ahead of them? So, like, the Dodgers and the Braves, you would think. But the Braves are going to play a lot of games against the Phillies, and they might take games away from each other, where the Cubs don't have that top dog in the division, the way that maybe the Dodgers are or the Braves slash Phillies can be. I, I know the Diamondbacks gave the Dodgers a hard time in the first half of last year, and that's why they didn't have the best record in the National League. But I don't know. The Diamondbacks, they're probably going to be pretty good again. I, I'm not saying they're not. But I think when I'm looking at a Dodger lineup that's going to consistently throw out Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani, one, two, three, every single game. Um, I love I love. People were like, "Oh, is Otani washed out? Washed? Washed because he got struck out by Garrett Crochet?" It's Garrett like, Crochet's a good pitcher. How about that? Uh, maybe that's allowed to be the case too. Well, clearly because the next at bat, he went he went yards. So. Yeah, exactly. 
Otani's going to hit 45 home runs and have 100 RBIs, and his arm's going to heal in the following year. He's going to do the exact same thing while having a 2.8 ERA and, you know, an opponent batting average of 120. Like, Otani's so sweet. He's worth every penny. And Yamamoto made his Dodger debut yesterday. Heard he did pretty good. Oh, it's man, Vin. Am I good or what? I I predicted what you were going to say. <laughs> That's show chemistry. That is show chemistry, my son. Look at Yamamoto. I mean, he's just painting it, um, getting out. Uh, well, I think I think this semi-in at bat leads to a strikeout. I was like, I don't yes, recall seeing That's... that semi-in hit a dong off him, and that ball kind of carried a little bit, but then it went foul. But, yeah, I, I did, think I did see, though, that Yamamoto uses a nice – three pitch that movement pick. is sick it's it's the japanese wind up it is so silky smooth the way they teach fundamentals I, I look at that i mean he's just you have no clue when what's coming when and Semyon, to his credit fouls off three straight pitches here he he's a good hitter there's no i think doubt. this is i think this is the one that gets him is yeah here we go i mean I actually didn't see the at bat. I read that he got Semyon out for his first at bat of the. Oh, never uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, you know what though? There are balls that aren't swung at that are nice pitches. Where like Yamamoto is going to strike out a lot of hitters with that exact pitch that he just threw right there, and uh, oh, he's painting. He, he, he could have easily gotten that call. Yeah, I mean, the catchers buy him that call. A fair amount of the time, I would assume, but I'm I mean, waiting for it to come back after. Yeah. I don't want to play 45 seconds straight. Oh, I get it. Um, yeah, there look at is. that, right down the middle, and Semyon's just got no answer. Um, and Otani, he's like, hell yeah, we're gonna make a sick rotation next year between Glasnow and Yamamoto and Shohei. That Dodger team, they're gonna go, they're gonna go from elite to super elite just by Otani being allowed to pitch again. And uh, quite frankly, I'm excited to watch the Dodgers. Yeah, me too. And this guy's a big reason. I mean, he looks good in Dodger blue. You're going to see him hit a ding dong here in a minute. Yeah. And Garrett Crochet, to his credit, he was made his first start since college. I know it's spring training, but, um, you know, he was making 100 mile an hour throws. Yeah. He was painting corners, a little bit of gas, a little bit of junk, and he this got Otani looking. Yeah, this is Leone pitching. Who is this? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Is that the right way you say it? Leone? Yeah, yeah. And it's not like it matters because Otani, he's capable of hitting a home run off of anybody. Um, the way he like stands though, Leone, wearing 39, I'm like, he kind of does resemble Aaron Bummer a little bit. Just the way I like I thought I'm like, Aaron Bummer's on the freaking Braves. Like, yeah, he's not he even knows. with the White Sox anymore, but he doesn't have the same exact pitching style, but I like that pitch right there that we saw. For those listening to the audio are probably getting pretty frustrated, but you could always go to youtube.com slash barroom network and find us talking over this. I, I We should do this for a live game. I don't know what it would take to have rights to do something like that, but um, – yeah, I, I mean, it might be tough, but we could figure something out. We could also not have the game showing and have people watch along with us. 
yeah, and true. commentate it while we watch it, I think would be mm-hmm. very, very fun. I, I actually love doing that kind of stuff. But, I mean, when Otani gets his pitch, as you're going to see right here, he's just going to take an up. Oh, that wasn't it. I lied. That wasn't <laughs> it. I mean, See, this is what happens when I don't get a chance to pre-screen. The but bat. that shows <clears throat> how good Otani is that he drew out that at bat. What was that like? Five pitches in already, and yeah. you know he's got people on first base. You know, causing chaos. This has got to. This has got to be it. The one coming up here. So yeah, I think so. It was it Freddie Freeman batting after him. I know he was there to celebrate the home run. Um. And they threw oh, the ball away there, too. This explains too, why the guy was on second instead of first, though. I was a little confused. Um, when I remember, I did watch the replay of Otani hitting the home run, and the guy was on second. When I saw him on first right there, I was like, huh, I thought that guy was on second. But obviously that explains why. Um, and then, of course, when he's on second, Otani is able to find a way to get his pitch and just absolutely drive it to the opposite field. Here it comes. Which opposite field power is going to be nice for Otani at Dodger Stadium. Um, But obviously, Otani's a switch hitter, right? Pretty sure Otani's a switch hitter. I believe so. Which just adds to his alienness. Like, oh, you can hit and pitch at an elite level, and when you hit, you can do it switch hitting. It's actually pretty impressive. But, I mean, hell yeah. Uh, the Dodgers, most of their games are going to be late night. I'll probably be watching them a fair amount of the time just because they're going to be must-see TV. They got superstars all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he, is he a switch hitter? Hang on. I'm, I'm showing here that he's a lefty. He might be just a lefty. <clears throat> I could actually figure that out in 0.5 seconds. Click baseball and sports reference. The show dog. I'm seeing the show lefty, dog but... is a left-handed hitter only, exclusively. Okay. Yep, and he throws right. So, love it. Well, yeah, baseball is exciting. Vin, it's finally starting to come into fruition. We. What's weird is that they're do. I forgot they're doing that. See the starting the season a week early in Seal, I think. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, all my fantasy leagues, I'm not counting that game. We're drafting later in case there's injury, but <clears throat> certainly something new for baseball. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I'm looking forward to it. I'll watch those. I remember a couple years ago when the Mariners, did they play the A's maybe or the Angels? Played someone in Japan. Ichiro played that series and then retired. Um, that was fun. I, I don't mind when it starts early and we get it going. Like, you know, I'm a baseball fanatic. I love it, and I can't wait to watch more of it. And, you know, the people in Chicago aren't going to have – Cubs fans, I think, are going to have a great season. I shouldn't say that. I really, really think they're going to be having a great season. There will be playoff baseball on the north side, I think. Um, I'm not guaranteeing it, but I'm, I would bet yes. I, I would take the over on wins for the Cubs. I like it. Um, besides the Dodgers, who are going to have to wait till like late at night to watch, yeah. Um, I'm thinking of, I'm going to enjoy watching the Yankees this year too. Yeah, well, a little bit of a scare with Juan Soto's first at bat, huh? Yeah, seriously. I mean, they need him. Do you think they're going to keep him long term? I have no idea. I, I think so, probably. I would try. I really would try. I mean, years and years and years of Soto 
with Judge, and then who knows what you get out of Stanton. That could be a three-headed monster. It's for sure a two-headed monster, but I don't know. I'm excited to watch the Yanks. The AL East is so compelling to me because the the O's were so good last year, and I could see them being very good again this year. Um, The two bottom teams last year were the Red Sox and the Yankees, and that could happen again. Um, which would be wild. I don't think it's going to. I think the Yankees are going to be marginally better, Mm. and I think the Rays are going to be marginally worse. But um, I like the Blue Jays, and they're not afraid to make a big trade or spend some money. We'll see how the rest of the offseason goes. The fact that, like, some big free agents are still out there, you know, could work in the Blue Jays' favor because they're willing to spend and make trades and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's going to be so fun to watch that division all year long. Yeah, free agency has been weird. We talked about this the last time. We talked baseball, but <clears throat> I don't know what it's going to take because uh, we're so close to baseball. I mean, spring training is already underway, so what are these guys waiting for? <laughs> it's just the modern way of agents controlling everything, the Scott Boris effect, you know, holding out as long as you can. I remember it was, what was it, 2019, 2018? when like Craig Kimbrell didn't sign and he was like the last huge player, it was before he started to fall off. He was still an elite closer and people were waiting for him to sign. Like, where's Craig Kimbrell going to go? How's this going to work out? He ended up going to the Cubs, but he waited till like May to sign or June. Mm -hmm. I don't really see like Blake smell or Jordan Montgomery doing that. Am I crazy? Yeah, I don't see that either. I think they're all going to sign within the next week. Do you have like a preference or a prediction on where Snell ends up? Ends up. I know that's like the big, the big dog. He was the big dog pitcher entering the offseason. Besides Otani, um, probably even more than Yamamoto because he was proven in the MLB. He literally won the Cy Young last year. I could see Snell landing in Toronto. Oh, that'd be cool. That's my guess, but we'll see. Okay, I hope he goes. It'd be really. F- would you laugh if you went to the Dodgers or would you get annoyed? I'd be so annoyed. Okay. It'd be funny. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Cause he'd be reunited with glass now. <laughs> after I'd be, I'd be so done. Rays. That's funny. That's funny. Well, if he went to the Dodgers, like lockout confirmed literally anywhere else. Yeah. That's the watch reason. Him, watch him sign with the white Sox fan. I mean, they'll never pay him. I know they won't. If I knew joke. if I knew they were willing to pay a guy, but they just sucked, I'd be all for it. I just I don't think like they're willing to there are plenty of bad teams who are willing to pay people. Um the Rangers before last year, they were always kind of stinky, but they were always willing to pay people. They paid freaking A-Rod, um, brought in a bunch of people over the years and it never worked out. Um, until last year, of course. Mm-hmm. But you know, they just they don't do that. It's so frustrating. But if he went to the Dodgers, I think like lockout confirmed. Yeah, they hopefully don't do that. So Yeah. There's well, a lot of teams that could use the services though. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I hope everybody, despite what is going on with the White Sox, is, is intrigued and excited for the upcoming season of the yeah. The, the team. I'm still ready. Yeah, and South Burbs Hitman. I'm looking forward to getting that going and having a good time with you guys. It really is one of my treats of the summer. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've been been chatting it up with Alyssa, Alyssa Bergamini, trying to get her on. Uh, it looks like hopefully, hopefully 
mid-ish April, we might be able to get her on after after the Bulls slow down a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Those damn Bulls really took away our Alyssa Bergamini chat time. Yeah, they play a lot of games on Mondays. Yeah, and she was like free to come on any non-socks. I'm sure I can reach out day. to Ryan too. I probably should do. Yeah, that. yes, love Ryan. I'm Lee. sure he's back for another year. I have not heard. I have not heard otherwise. So me either, and we've heard otherwise on everyone. <laughs> um, are you annoyed that socks math is leaving with Jason Benetti? No, because it wouldn't be the same if if it stayed. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, why would we want it? It would suck. Because not only not only is Jason gone, Chris Kamka's gone too. Mm-hmm. Under the radar thing that and Benetti was the brains of Sox Math, no pun intended. But when days that Benetti like needed help, Kamka would help him. Both of them mm-hmm. are gone. Yeah, yeah, he's what it is. Did you have Kamka on in that like seven week span of South Burbs Hitman before I showed up? Uh, I don't think we had Kamka on at all. Yeah, I, well, I'd never been on with them. That's why. I, uh, yeah, no, we, I, no. Interesting. We have not. I wonder if he'd come on. Because he's going to Marquee to do the Cubs, so it would still be appealing, like, yeah. you know, to he hear his perspective. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Joe, let's talk a little foosball before we wrap things up. Yeah. The Combine. The Combine's going on right now. Quotes are calling, coming mm-hmm. from all over the place. You got – Caleb Williams telling people that the Chicago Bears got to prove they want to win. You got Drake May talking about the potential of playing for any of the top three teams in the draft. Jaden Daniels won't give his medicals to any, or no, was it Caleb Williams? One of them won't. Caleb give Williams medicals. won't give his medicals. He will only give his medicals to like five teams, the the five top drafting teams, and that's like his right or whatever. Um, you got Rome Odunze saying that he would love for the Bears to take him at pick number nine because playing with Caleb Williams would be sensational. We've seen upcoming draft picks like Marvin Harrison Jr., who might be the best overall player at his position to come out of the draft this year, talk about how the White Sox – or not the White Sox, excuse me, the Bears should consider – keeping Justin Fields, because obviously Marvin Harrison Jr., Justin Fields, Ohio State. Um, you're getting compliments on your Notre Dame hat from Katie. Um, it's just a sick hat. I mean, I, it'll interrupt any conversation to compliment that hat. And he says, thanks, Katie. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for what's going on with what they got going on out of the Combine. And I, I assume that you – have an opinion on what the Bears should do at this point with Justin Fields and with um, the Caleb Williams thing. They have pick number nine. They could take an offensive lineman. They could take a, one of the receivers. It won't be Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't think. Um, it could be Malik Neighbors. I mean, talk me through it. Um, you're on mute, by the way. I don't know if you know. I appreciate you telling me that. I did not remember that I was on mute because I had to cough. Uh, listen, I don't, I thought I knew what they should do and now I don't because I have just too much overload of like Caleb Williams hate, but also he's got a lot of skill, but also I don't like how he's acting like he's like God's gift to the world. That kind of rubs me the wrong way. At least that's my opinion. Some people don't have to agree with it because originally I was like, oh yeah, they're going to take Williams and they're going to trade Justin and then they're going to get some picks or whatever. 
But what I originally wanted them to do was keep Justin, trade the first pick, get a slew of picks, and rebuild your team. Now I'm not sure that's the right move either. Now I kind of lean towards trade the first pick, trade Justin Fields, and sign a top-tier free agent quarterback. Bears fans will hate me for saying this, but sign Kirk Cousins. Very interesting perspective. Retool, get picks for the future, get a high pick in another draft. I don't know. I'm sure Caleb Williams is going to go on to be amazing when I say that, but I don't know. I just get a weird vibe from the guy. He's got a lot of talent. I just don't know if it's worth the first pick in the draft. Now, he's acted like a scumbag at times. There's no doubt about it, but I wonder if he looks at highly drafted quarterbacks that go to bad teams and he sees them all fail. Right? When's the last time a guy went one overall and was a mate or top three overall and was incredible? You know, the best draft or the best draft. Kate Manning, maybe? Yeah. And Andrew Locke. Like Trevor Lawrence, yeah, the jury's still out on Trevor Lawrence. Um, and Andrew Locke, I think he was amazing. Like he had injury he problems and he retired early. And so people will call him a bust for that. But like he has borderline Hall of Fame numbers through like only playing for like eight years. So. Right. You know, and he made it to two AFC championship games. Like he was really a Tom Brady away from being a Super Bowl champion at times. Um, and then the Colts kind of did him dirty with the way they built their offensive line, and he was always just getting torched every getting season. Destroyed. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, but other than those three, Trubisky, seventeenth best player in his draft. Uh, maybe lower. The no, only one that's kind of coming around now, later on in his career, is Baker. But yeah, but with a new team, right? A team that's proven to have like an infrastructure and something in place, kind of the remnants of the Tom Brady way in Tampa Bay. Um, but when he was with Cleveland, he, you know, he was forced out of town. He played with three teams last year combined. Um, you know, the Josh Rosen Baker Mayfield draft. The best player from that draft. Oh, Sam Darnold went fourth overall to the Jets. The best player in that draft was the one taken last out of them all, freaking Josh Allen. And Lamar Jackson was like the 30th overall pick by the Ravens. Uh, Mm. Mahomes was 11. You know, the teams that draft at the top are normally drafting at the top for a reason. I do wonder if Caleb Williams sees that a little bit, and he's like, people are going to think I'm an a-hole, but I'm going to do my due diligence to make sure I don't end up like them. If that turns out to be the case, I will no longer talk crap about the way he's handled himself. If he is God's gift to the world, I'm cool with him acting like it because I think you need to kind of sort of believe sure. in yourself if you're going to succeed at the quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. If you're going to go into the Super Bowl and beat Patrick Mahomes, you have to believe you can. And believing you can sometimes means you are you sound a little cocky to some. I will say the one thing I, wa- I liked him – I liked from him this week is that he said he wants to be immortal. Go be immortal, Caleb. Put on. We'll do it. If the Bears draft him and he's good, he will be the most popular athlete of the 2020s in Chicago. I mean, he's he's got the city. He's got the market. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to draft him. He can certainly hurl the football. No one's doubting that at all. It's just a matter of if they can if they do take him. They have to protect him. They have to give him weapons. I agree. If you're Ryan Poles right now and you're pitching to Caleb Williams, he, his exact words, article on USA Today's Bears Wire written by yours truly. 
Uh, Caleb Williams reveals what he wants to learn from the Bears. Do you want to win? What would you say, based on what you know about the Bears, as your pitch on why it's clear that they want to win? Well, I mean, I think the confidence, if they want to win, there's one way you prove it, Ben. You tell Caleb Williams to his face, we're drafting you. We're drafting you because we believe you could take us to the promised land. If you want to win and the move is to win from now, and like a Mahomes-like run, you know, we want to be relevant in this division from the second we draft you in April until 20 in. years from now yeah. when you retire. That's we want to win. We're going to protect you. We're going to support you. We're going to give you this. We're going to give you weapons. We're going to give you protection. And we want to win with you. That's how you tell him you want to win. That's the only way I think that you bring in this guy and you give him the fire. I couldn't agree more. And you tell him, okay, we have pick number nine. We haven't decided yet, but we're debating between an edge rusher, a major team need to pair up with Montez Sweat. Another really good wide receiver that we could pair up with DJ Moore. I personally think there's, I think the world of DJ Moore. I think he's a top 15 he's wide great. receiver in the NFL, maybe top 10. I do think there's a world where Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, and Romeo Dunze are just as good, if not better. All three of them. So if you take one of them at nine, you're pairing him with DJ Moore. We might want to upgrade the offensive line and shift over Tevin Jenkins back to right tackle and. Yep. Um, you know, what's his name from last year? Um, oh my God. He's my favorite player on the Bears, and I'm drawing a blank on his name just because I'm talking right now. The guard that they drafted in the first round last year. Oh, uh God, he was really good too. He's the third best right guard in the NFL. If you take a Joe Alt or one of these guys, Notre Dame faithful, give a shout out to your hat. Um you know, if you draft a left tackle like that, and all of a sudden you have this offensive line, you, um, this is my pitch to Caleb Williams. That number nine pick is going to add at least something to the team that fills one of our major holes. Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. Oh, my God. Yes. He's incredible. <coughs> I, Ryan Poles has been really good at drafting since coming over. Um, Darnell Wright. You have that offensive line. If they add somebody, that might even be not even be the biggest position of need right now, left tackle. You know, they have some pretty good ones. Um, they need a center. You know, there's no Creed Humphrey walking through that door, but there are some pretty right. good free agent centers. Um, we are building something. It is clearly coming into place. We went from three wins in 2022 to seven wins in 2023. And you should know as well as anyone, Caleb, you cannot win in the NFL unless the quarterback plays well. Yes, we want to win. You have to be a big part of it, though. You are the quarterback. We will give you all of the tools. The defense is already top 10. If Jalen Johnson and some of these other guys on the the defensive backs really do elevate themselves into Pro Bowl territory every year, the linebackers are really good. You add one more edge rusher to join Montez Sweat and create a great pass rush, the kind of the way Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks formed a really good pass rush together. Um, you know, the salary cap went up too, Vin. They have $90 million in salary cap <sighs> space. They had a yep. lot before adding the extra. 
that all the teams got. And so, yes, Caleb, we want to win. This is how it's going to happen. I laid out to you all the reasons the defense is going to be top five. There's a world where it's top one, you know, if they really keep pumping it up the way that they have and these defensive backs are all pro bowlers and the linebackers that we signed are really good. Um, the offense, DJ Moore, I already got into the three receivers. Cole Komet is real good. Maybe they go out and get a good running back, like a really good running back. Maybe they maybe they shell out a little coin for a Saquon Barkley. I'm not saying I would do that because I think running back, I you could develop Roshan Johnson into a stud or something like that. I really liked his game at Texas. If he wasn't at the same school as Bijan, I think he probably would have been higher drafted. Is Derrick Henry a free agent? Derrick so. Henry might be a free agent. You know, if you want to get a veteran like that, though, to help – you know, pave the way for guys like Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson, go for it. But you know what, Caleb, you don't win in the NFL without good quarterback play. And I know Mr. Irrelevant was in the Super Bowl, but make no mistake about it. He was good. He, the, just because he was drafted late doesn't mean he wasn't as good as any quarterback in the NFL this season. Um, yes. And yes, Henry's running. a free agent, by the way. Hell yeah. So yeah, a guy like that, um, you know, even if it gets hurt, he's there, he's in the room, he helps people. Um, there are all sorts of ways to explain to Caleb Williams why the Bears want to win. I think they've shown it. I'm with you, buddy. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. I just, I'm just ready for the draft because I want to know. It's I've had enough speculation. Yeah, the speculation is getting old. Uh, that does, that does make me a little happy though because that's the galvanizing team in Chicago. Half the city likes the Cubs. Half the city likes the White Sox. Some people like hockey. Some people like basketball. Very few like both. Um, the Chicago Bears are that team that everybody loves in town. They are the the straw that stirs the drink in this town. That's right. And, you know, everybody, ha- everybody who watches the team closely has an opinion on whether or not they should – take the quarterback, keep Justin Fields, trade Justin Fields, trade the pick, do this, do that one way or the other. I love that people are talking about a sports team in Chicago. So uh, do I want hockey to be as popular as football in this state. Uh, it's my goal to help get it there. But football is still the king as we stand right now. Football is the king in this town, and it will be for a while. Absolutely. Joe, are there any other sports stories you want to get off your chest before we – call the show at a good 45 minute pace oh, i just just saw that caitlin clark said she's going to go on the WNBA draft so very um, good sure for her so excited um, she'll be playing close to us in indiana most likely yep. the indiana fever they are, have the number uh, one pick right yep and there's no way she's not the number one pick right so mm-hmm. she'll likely unless something drastically changes we'll be playing in indiana so yeah iowa to indiana women's basketball Imagine that. Iowa to Indiana. Home sweet home. Love it. The Midwest. That's what we do. Um, it went, once she's on Indiana, I will make a trip to go see a – it would probably – it would be my first WNBA game. I've never gotten to a Sky game. But then yeah, again, yeah. she'll come to us, right? Like the, the Sky will – I don't know if there's interleague play or if they're in the same sure. division. I'm, yeah. no. I'd like to make a trip out to see a home game for Indiana, though. Yeah. I mean, the hype is real. She's really good. I hope they win the whole thing. I hope Iowa wins the Natty. 
They were eight to one last time I checked, so it could be decent money if you make that bet. Yeah, for real. Seriously. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed today's show, talking a little spring training Cubs, a little spring yeah. training White Sox with us, a little Chicago Bears chitter-chatter. Um, Joe and I, we try our very best to collab schedules and make this show as weekly of a thing as possible. Um, with baseball okay. season coming up, it should be a little bit easier. I'm very much looking forward to it all. Joe, thank you very much for coming on and helping me with the show, as always. Hey, no problem, buddy. Then gonna take this moment. There, there's a lot of great stuff coming up on the bar room tonight. You got Willis Twin Towers weekend sports betting tips, uh, and then tomorrow night, Saturday night, 7 p.m. Central. Somebody big just died. Richard Lewis, uh, Mike North, and I will be doing a show on him. Of course, from Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, lots of stand up, and a lot of people probably know him from Robin Hood Men in Tights. So, overall. Uh, should be a fun show tomorrow night. Tune in. Joe, for one of these upcoming episodes of Somebody Big Just Died, I need you to wear one of those like funeral hats that some men wear. Um, hats. Like, like hat? it's almost like a golf cap, like an Italian golf cap. Oh, I, I have, I have one of those market hats. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I, I need you to wear one of those during with your nice suit one day. I think you would look so <laughs> okay. handsome. You'd look wow. so handsome, Joe. Thanks, buddy. Your wife would be waiting for you outside the door to give you a big smooch if oh, she saw you wearing say. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a family show. All right. Yeah. Family show. <laughs> she, she'd be a Joe. I mean, I'd be ready to give you a big smooch. My wife likes the, the market hat. She yeah, does. I'm telling you, Joe. I just unlocked a whole new world for you. I got to get a new one. I get my mind's kind of old and beat up. So maybe All I'll right. get a new one. Well, <laughs> have it in time for Austin Scully company die. make some nice ones. So I'll check it out. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Have I it not have it in time for when Jimmy Carter finally croaks. <laughs> well, that's never gonna happen. Honestly, <laughs> been on hospice for two years. <laughs> never oh heard of God. that in my life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh good for him. Good for him. It's not like I wouldn't be trying to hang on to my very best if I were him too. So uh, if my wife were died before me, I'd I'd be like, all right. Pull the plug already. See ya. It's been fun. (laughs) Speaking of it's been fun, this show, it's been fun. I can't thank everybody in the chat enough. Joe, great show, and we'll see you next week. Make sure you listen to all the shows here at the Barroom Network. Catch Joe. He's going to be looking handsome real soon on Somebody Big Just Died. Go check it out. And as always, thank you for listening. Another happy landing. (laughs) 